0: Visit roberthalf.com today. Yo, welcome to All Things Covered with Patrick Peterson and Brian McFadden, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. The name says it all. If you like what you hear, download and subscribe, and make sure you leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. You can also watch us on YouTube, Just visit youtube.com slash all things covered. Pat P, what are we going to cover on this episode?
1: Man, we got a big time lineup today. Yes, sir. First of all, we're going to talk about the win that we had against the Philadelphia Eagles. Then we're going to talk about the Jets. Man, they got their first win this week, yo. Hey,
0: hey, the Jets won and lost in the same week. How's that even possible? <laughs> don't even make, that's not supposed to be possible.
1: Hey, man, they talking about Trevor Lawrence, but you, but you never know. So Jaguars and the Jets are fighting for that number one, uh, draft pick. Yep. And also we're going to talk to our, one of my favorites who's not very shy of letting it be known, LeVar Ball.
0: Big baller brand, stand yes, up. Yes, sir.
1: The Join the us later in the baby. show. Yes, the 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 sir. Bees, baby.
0: Now, listeners, viewers, you already know what time it is. It's the first quarter of our show, and this is where we tap into chopping it up. You know, usually we take you down a uh, memory lane. We share fun, cool stories with you guys, but we're going to keep this updated, right? Updated. And what I mean when I say that, we're not going back in time. We're going to stay right here with the current situation. And for Pat P., just like myself, you know, we really, we really rock when it comes to the fashion standpoint. You know what I'm saying? We really, you know, we, 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 we take pride in how we look and how we smell. You know what I mean? Cause they go hand in hand. If you look good, you got to smell good. You know what I mean? So All you got to right. make sure your cologne and everything is up the park. So Pat P, man, with this episode and chopping it up, I don't know if your followers you know, saw your picture going into the stadium and getting ready to take care of your business against the Philadelphia Eagles. But your wardrobe was 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 on point, homeboy. look looked like you had some things going on. So I'm I'm a, <laughs> I'm gonna fill the listeners and the viewers in about what you had on and you can kind of go more in depth about that uh desired wardrobe. And also too from top to bottom, like give us a, a insight about what you had on and why you picked what you had on. But you had on a nice red supreme Louis Louis Louie sweatshirt. Then you had the accessories that go with it, with the red mask, and you had the red bag. You know what I mean? And you, and you also had an accent, a, 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 a slight up accent, red in your shoes. But talk about the fashion that you believe in when you talk about putting yourself together and why that's important to you, especially when you go going into your place of work.
1: Man, you know, Mac, that was just some slight, man. Like, like I, oh, t- that was
0: slight. That was that was no. that was, that was like. Like just, just give me something right quick, huh?
1: Yeah, I'm just going like to like a Sunday picnic or a brunch or something like that. You know, that that wasn't even Sunday's best. You know, that was just some some a little slight work. Um, but I saw that, actually the funny thing about it, Mac. I wasn't even planning on wearing that. I went to my closet because I, I left the hotel that morning, like thinking about like, man, what the heck I'm gonna wear today? Because I wanted to wear black. I wanted to wear all black. But I didn't you know, like, you know, you know, I, I, I love all black, all black. Yeah, is my me go-tru. too. That's what that's just what I do. They, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm blackout shorter. That's what they call me. You know, so, that's <laughs> you know, every time you see me, I got blackout cleats and I got my black sleeve on. Yep. So I'm blackout shorter. So I wanted to go to the game in all black, but I, I really wasn't feeling it. And what I what I had and what I had in mind in all black, I didn't like the way it turned out. So, you know, what? I was like, man, I'm going through my thing, going through my closet. Boo-boo-boo. I was like, man, I ain't never wear this sweater before. So I said, boom, well, let me see if I can put something together with this real quick. Boom, put uh pulled out the Louis sweater, the Supreme, the, the Supreme Collection. that came out about two years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I got that, I got the bag, uh the duffel bag, which is also collectible items. Um now are going for some a hot pretty ticket if I would if I wanted to sell those. Um but yeah, going through my I was like, let me see if I can put something together with this. Uh find some find my Mary Jean, jeans. Uh, the shoes I had on was a uh, St. Laurent, if I'm not mistaken. And the thing I love about the St. Laurent and those Amiri jeans is that they both have like that, uh, that hint of leopard print. And it's mm-hmm. very subtle on the shoes, but you can see it on the jeans. And it's just something like just very subtle. That's offset that I believe that that gives the outfit a little bit of pop and the accessories that you was talking about. Um, You know, I really don't wear many chains. That's the only chain that I do own Cuba link. It's like a lock. Like a chain of a, like you're locking like a bike. A, like a bike. Right, exactly. Uh, this is a Cuban league, one of those chains. Got from, from your boy, shout out to AJ. AJ,
0: what's up, AJ? AJ, a AJ, AJ Jewelry. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. I had the, uh, the double, the, the, the double P on, paddock. Uh, I don't know, I can not tell you the exact number. I think it was the 5280, uh, if I'm not mistaken. That um, gold paddock. boy, right? Yeah, the rose gold. Yep. Rose yeah, as Rose, go, when that's Rose go, okay. Yeah, Rose gonna have the uh the pinky rain going too. So like I said, it was just some little slight, man. Light work. Hey, Yeah, but one of our um never mind. I can't. I'm I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. I hold that for uh. Something you for you what you got? Would you never you gonna mind.
0: give us you gonna give us a a, a spiel a slight spiel?
1: No, I was gonna say for our bonus episode, one of our one of our I guest. He's big into fashion yeah. as well. Yeah, no very man. big into fashion. I love the way he he put the things some things together, especially his air force one game and timberland timberland game just give you guys a a heads up who that could be that's what
0: that's what you call a tease yes sir (laughs) (laughs) that's what you
1: call a tease my question
0: for you pat i understand this past weekend you said you went into the closet like you know right before the ball game but if there's a prime time matchup do you prepare ahead of time about what you're going to wear to the stadium Based on the matchup, based on the type of ball game, let's say if it's playoffs, let's say if, you know, if it's something that's, it's a prime time matchup, Sunday night, Thursday night, Monday night, do you prepare ahead of time?
1: No, only, honestly, the only time I really prepare ahead of time is if you're traveling on the road. Mm-hmm. Cause obviously, you know, you gotta have your bag. Well, for me at least, I like to have my bag packed and ready before I wake up and go through my walkthroughs. I don't want to be coming home scrambling for anything. I hate that. So my bag is already literally packed before I wake up Saturday morning or if it's Friday morning, if we traveling to the East coast, already ready to roll for me, that's the only time I really have to put out, like put some thought and we're well, not even put no thought into it, but because for the most part, I like to schedule my outfits and what I'm going to wear through at the beginning of the year in August. So I'm not looking in. So I have a bunch of options already laid out for me. Yep. It's just going to see, or if I want to wear that right now, if I want to, you know what I mean? So, um it's not like i'm going to my closet trying to pick in pieces put pieces together it's like i I, i'm just you know or that's how organized i try to be so i'd be like all right we're going to new york i know it's going to be kind of cold this is the i'm gonna have like four or five options boom those would be my options for new york same thing when we went to massachusetts i don't have really many options of when i'm at home because i kind of go with the flow but as far as road games, I definitely um, have options already pretty much ready to where I can just go look at those options and see what I'm really feeling for that game.
0: Well, that's what's up. Well, I'm going to tell you this much for the listeners and viewers, you know, checking us in, all things covered. Make sure you monitor Pat's social media because he usually give you guys a quick peek about the style that he's going into either it's on a road trip or a home game yeah. he usually give you guys you know I me mean, a little sneak peek about what he's rocking and usually he's always on point that's my guy it wouldn't be no other way that's the only yeah. way you gotta do it you're gonna you're gonna do it you gotta do it big now it's time for Carlos check in Here's where we recap the most recent ball game with the Arizona Cardinals. That was a home game against the Philadelphia Eagles. The Cardinals jumped right back into the winning column once again. Uh, final score 33 to 26. Entertaining ball game. I can say this much about the Arizona Cardinals. They have been involved in a lot of entertaining ball games, uh, uh, throughout the year. When you look at the stats, you know, both teams combined for 948 yards of offense. Even though they combined to go for nine nine for twenty eight on third down, so third down defense from both sides uh, played well. Kyler Murray twenty seven to thirty six four hundred and six yards four. Total touchdowns, three through the air, one on the ground, one interception. DeAndre Hopkins, man. You know, we had DeAndre Hopkins on the show a few weeks ago, man. He continues to ball out, man. Clearly one of the best wide receivers in the game. Nine receptions for 169 yards, a one receiving touchdown. Like I said, entertaining ball game, entertaining ball game. But from the personal standpoint with you, Pat, you, were, you, were, you were animated. You know, we, we saw, we saw some emotion coming from you seemed like you had some issues going on with the referees seemed like you was talking a little bit to the, to, the, to some of the eagle players man but tell us what was going on i i, I feel your pain because as a former defender you know anytime they hit you with a, a a flag we always feel like we're in the right anyway but anytime it's a bad call clear that's an issue but talk about you know the emotions that you were displaying uh this past sunday against the eagles
1: man like i told you three weeks ago mac everything matters man you don't like every situation matter, every second matter, every drive matters, so and we're playing for our livelihood right now, so you know those emotions come out when it's when when you know when everything's on the line because you don't wanna be the culprit of of the downfall of not letting this team succeed, but I feel like like the first holding call that I got in that game, like I said, like I'm always like i I'm always gonna give up a fight although the ref is not going to change their mind. When I do get a holding call, I I confess. I'm like, all right, yeah, you got me. Boom, you got me. But when a ref tell me if I do commit a holding a penalty, which I don't believe both of those calls are no penalty, and I get no call on possibly the game ceiling interception, is I hate when they hit me with, well, I cannot see the receiver. Stop, stop. Why are you at a disadvantage? You're trying to see the receiver. Yeah, you're right. not trying I'm to see Right. I'm like, why are you at a disadvantage? Because that's not fair for me. We already have the hardest job on this football field. We're playing against our back against the wall, fighting with this guy and have to be able to locate the ball at the same time. And when receivers are fighting for position from, from jump, like why we can't touch them past five yards, but they can touch us all the way through the, all the way through the catch. No question. So, and they give you that,
0: that, that's, that slide, that 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 slight little nudge right before the ball get there that creates a lot of separation well, that's never caught.
1: Yeah. Right. But get you back to my heated while while I was so heated is was because I was most heated on the second PI, the one I was in the end zone, because he literally almost ripped my helmet off my face. I'm like, he's grabbing my face mask, ref. Like, what do you want me to do? I tell the ref, I say he's hooking me. The ref tells me, if he's hooking you, you have to find a way to get loose. What? I'm like, that how can sense. I get loose when he's hooking me? Like he that has my outside sense. arm and I can't push out because he's hooking me. So I'm like, when he, when, when he finally decides to let me go, I'm just like, cause Alshon Jeff, that's, that's my guy. He's a great receiver. He's not fast enough to get on my top shoulder every dang on time. Like and I tell the, I told the of this before the game. I was like, man, I'm not begging for no calls. I'm not asking for no calls. I just want the game to be called fairly. That's it. Yeah, yeah, we got you, Patrick. Yeah, yeah, we got you, Patrick. We get in the game, and it's 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 total opposite. You know what I mean? And then the one um the uh the one in the fourth quarter literally almost ripped my sleeve off. First of all, he went out of bounds. The ref threw his hat. He was the one that touched the ball. So therefore, he went out of bounds to touch the ball. That's legal touching, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So why why wasn't there no flag still? The ref told me this after after I said, ref, look at my sleeve. My sleeve is off my arm. He said, well, Patrick, he ran out of bounds. I said, okay, he ran out of bounds. I get that. So if he ran out of bounds, he was the first to touch the ball because I didn't touch that ball. Yeah. That's a legal touching. Oh, I didn't see that.
0: <laughs> hey, life of a de- defensive back in the national football league.
1: Oh man, like, like I'm tired of hearing that I'm not, I can't see that or I'm not in position. We, you, you need more help then. No, and that's something you've
0: people. been talking about, you know, throughout since the year. Since we started year. this show. Yeah. Since we started since the show, adding an that's extra the- official.
1: That's the one thing I, I hate to hear the explanation that, oh, we can't see the receiver. Are you trying yeah. to see them or you need more eyes to help you?
0: Well, Pat, you played against a young quarterback. You know, you talked about some of the PI issues that, uh, that surface in the ball game and jumping on the refs for those bad calls and I'm right there with you but you look at the quarterback you were going against young quarterback making his second start in the National Football League Jalen Hurts. you look at his numbers uh 24 for 44 338 yards four total touchdowns three through the air one on the ground uh fourth Eagles quarterback in franchise history and the first since Michael Vick in 2010 to have 300 plus passing yards three passing TDs and one rushing touchdown in a single game I mean, you played against some young quarterbacks, right? Throughout the year, uh, Tua Tunga a few weeks ago in Arizona for the Miami Dolphins. Now just, uh, going against Jalen Hurts, played against Josh Allen. When you look at Jalen Hurts game, watching film and seeing him up close and personal, you know, does he have, is there a chance that he could be a special one going forward?
1: Um, I think he can. You know, the thing going into that game, what's difficult about playing against a young quarterback of his caliber is that especially when he's this is his first game starting. I mean, his second game starting, but in that first game you kind of want to spoon feed him. Don't want to give him too much. Yeah. But we kind of knew that it was going to open the playbook a little bit more for him, but we didn't know what to expect. But he definitely has all the tools and the tangibles to be a great quarterback in this league for sure. Um show great poise, show great leadership, show great just He was just always just cool. You know, it just always just seemed like the, the moment wasn't ever too big for him, bringing his team back when they was down 16. You know, it just just showed a lot of fight and showed a lot of dog that he is a Q, um, that he is. So, um, you know, I think he definitely have all the tools to be a, a good quarterback, a great quarterback in his league for sure. Do you
0: think Jalen Hurts should be the quarterback of the future after this season, knowing you still have Carson Wentz on the roster?
1: Man, it's tough because, you know, you know, with them drafting uh, uh, Jalen as high as they did, and if he continued to perform the way that he is performing, I believe had no interceptions, four, uh, three passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. I mean, that's that's pretty promising. I could see if he went out there and, and threw for like you know two for uh, twenty four for, uh, for 44 and only had like one hundred and sixty something yards, no touchdowns, rushing. To, then you can start considering. You know, giving Carson that opportunity again, but the way he's performing and, uh, beating an, uh, a pretty hot Saints team and, and coming in, coming into the desert, almost pulling off another one. I think you gotta, uh, pretty much slowly continue to hand him the keys to the car for sure.
0: Well, I'm gonna say it for you. I think Carson Wentz is done in Philadelphia. They need to start trying to look up some trade suitors. Uh, Frank Reich in the coast, they could need, a, they could look for a quarterback a new quarterback in in, in Indy next season. I know that would be ideal for Carson because they had a lot of positive numbers working together and who knows what the Patriots might do. They might need a quarterback going forward because they might want to, you know, you know, look elsewhere outside of Cam Newton. So there will be
1: options available for sure.
0: Yeah. 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 But, but as long as they have that Nick Foles statue in Philadelphia, I think that's going to always lure over Carson Wentz, you're the franchise quarterback, and you guys built a statue of someone who won a championship, granted, deserving so, but I think that's always going to uh, bother him mentally. So I think for both parties, the team and the player, it's best that they part ways, in my opinion. So we to wait and see, but it will be a story to monitor. And I, and I, honestly, I think that's the way
1: it's going to go, just the way, you know, the way Jalen is trending, you know. Um, yeah. You know, just, just seem like, you know, cause obviously you, you have those concerns of Carson being, I believe he's, him and Daniel Jones have the most turnovers in the league, if I'm not mistaken, um, uh, yep. with, you know, a bunch of, a handful of interception and a handful of, uh, sack fumbles. So, and Jalen, you know, he has yet, I don't think he threw an interception last week either. So he's been, he's playing carefree football. So, you know, you've been in this game. That's what teams care about, you know, not giving away drives or putting extra drives on the defense you know if we're not scoring yeah. we need to be putting the ball off or flip it, trying to flip that field position and Jalen gives them the the best yeah. opportunity right now
0: and he's yet to throw interception as a starter he had that interception right. when he jumped in uh for Carson in relief against the Packers but as a Packers, starter yeah. he's been pretty efficient and smart with the football yeah. no interceptions one lost fumble one fumble uh, against the Saints I think they recovered that but all in all I mean the The man is playing real clean, smart football, and that's all you can ask from your quarterback. Now, when you look ahead, the next up-and-coming ball came for the Arizona Cardinals, 49ers look-ahead. This is the next opponent. I mean, the first time you played against uh, San Francisco, this team – look different right and you won that first ball game against san francisco now with all the injuries so many key players on ir this is a different ball club they just took one on the chin or from the dallas cowboys they they're now eliminated from the playoffs but you know understanding how important this ball game is for you guys pat p and playing and you're basically playing against a undermanned team you know what's the thought process in attacking this team and knowing you have no room for error
1: you gotta take control i mean you gotta start fast you know, from the from the start to the uh to the end. Because San Francisco is still a um dangerous football team. You know, they mm-hmm. still had a the talent there and obviously you saw that they was down big in that game and still found a way to uh to, to to compete for that last drive to help them, you know, put themselves in the position to win that game. Obviously the onside kick made the game look a uh a little bit more out of out of hand than, than what yep. it was. But they still are a dangerous team and a team that can um that got great talent across the board. You no, know, so we know this game is – and it's a division game. So it's not like they're going to come in and lay down. You know, we know we're going to get their best shot. We know they obviously want to win those games against their divisional opponents. Uh, we have to be – we have to be prepared. Like I said, we have to start fast. You know, obviously they know that their season's over. So when you start fast on a team that season is over, they'll be like, all right, this game's over to hell with it. You know, when you let them stick yeah. around, you give them that hope and that belief that they can win the game now. So if we come out here this week – have a great week of preparation, uh, through this, through this, uh, Christmas week and, um, move on a Saturday and hopefully put our best foot forward so we can get a dub.
0: Yeah. Real quick, the Cardinals have won eight games in the season. The first time since 2017, you were part of the team when they finished eight and eight. They have not had a winning in season since 2015 when they finished 13. 13- And three and made the NFC championship ball game. And you were a part of that team as well. So, uh, let's see exactly what you guys can do this past Sunday to finish the season on a good note. And most importantly, get into the tournament. Now, before we transition to around the league, we just got some breaking news. The NFL just released some names that made the pro bowl and from the Arizona Cardinals, Pat P. Uh, you've got four guys who made the Pro Bowl. I'm sorry, three guys. Number one, Kyler Murray. Uh, I think no surprise there, especially how well he's performed, had a big oh, yeah. game this past Sunday. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins made it and you, you, your secondary mate, Buddha Baker. Buddha Baker make, is, is this his first Pro Bowl or? No, no I think he made it last his year. second. Yeah, he made it last mm-hmm. year, but talk about these no. three guys and, you know, the, the job they've done for the organization the entire season.
1: I'm Well deserving those guys, uh, getting those, uh, those nominees. You know, obviously D Hop doing what he's continuing to do all year, Buddha being that uh that heartbeat for this defense and Kyler just being Kyler, you know, all year long. You know, now we just have to continue finding a way to put it together so we can go out there and, and win ball games and, and hopefully get us to that ultimate goal and that's winning the championship. So that's the main bowl that I know that those guys are most concerned about, definitely playing a game at a high level and deserving of the Pro Bowl. But I know those guys got a bigger vision and bigger uh, sight on the big uh, the bigger bowl. No doubt.
0: No doubt. We know where the big bowl is at. It's in Tampa. Yeah. So, hey, don't meet us there, beat us there. That's what they used to yes, say. Sir. Now it's time for Around the League. Here's where we tap into news throughout the National Football League. Uh, we just gave you guys the insider of the Pro Bowl. We definitely will be breaking some other news as well. But one, one of the big topics I think from the National Football League from this past Sunday, uh, slate of ball games. Yes, yes. When it comes to gambling, when it comes to betting, I know there are a lot of people that thought they had a for sure thing, <laughs> right? When you talk about parlays or, or, or playing some of these football tournaments where you got to pick a clear cut winner. But the Jets played spoiler. They got their first win. That against was the Rams, too big, man. Like hey, double That's why even if you took the money line, you, you you're mad. If you took mm-hmm. the Rams to win money line, you're still mad because the Rams did not win. Now, Pat, for you guys, that's a pretty good thing. You know what I mean? Because you know you, you're fighting with the Rams just in the division alone. So anytime they can lose, that's a, that's a, that's important. But how surprised were you when you saw the final score of the Jets in the Rams game?
1: Man, Mac, I was very surprised when I saw the score. I was like, oh. <laughs> Don't worry, the Rams going to come back. I think it was yeah. like yes, Yeah, I was
0: right thinking now. the same thing. I said, the Jets are going to find a way to trick this off and lose the ballgame. Yeah, I, I was saying no, the same thing.
1: I said, don't worry, they're going to find a way to uh, not trick it off, but I said, the Rams going to find a way to, to come back and win this ballgame. Yeah. And sure and behold, it was like a Jagoff just threw a pick with like 20-something seconds left. I was like, damn, that's crazy. That's shocking for sure because no one in the world picked the Jets to win no. that ballgame. No. no. I don't no. care what nobody's saying. No. Said. no. Nobody in the world picked the Jets to win that ball game. They did, uh, I'm sure it would have been out right now on, 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 on Instagram saying this lucky guy done, you know, put, you know, however much money it was that the, that the Jets would beat the Rams. Uh, it was, uh, it, I was very shocked that they beat them though. I really was. I, 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 yeah. I, I thought the Jets was going to go win this this year, but they got some, yeah, some I did tough too. Games Coming up, uh, the, the finish off the season, but hey, they got, they won win. They got their Super Bowl victory.
0: Check this out, though. The Jets are the first winless team in NFL history to beat a nine-plus winning team on the, on the road. road. First time ever. So now, for the Jets, they won, but they actually lost because because of that the win. Yeah, they, they're currently slated to get the second pick, who probably won't be Trevor Lawrence. And if you've been living under a rock, they believe Trevor Lawrence... Would be the next great quarterback. They're saying that he's probably the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck, who was drafted by the Indianapolis Colts. So the Jacksonville Jaguars, the next two ball games, they have uh they got Chicago and they got the Colts, and both teams got to win this ball game. So there's a good chance Jacksonville might not win another ball game, and that's why the New York Jets fans probably would be intoxicated the entire week because they feel <laughs> they're feeling like. They're missing the, uh, an opportunity to draft someone who could change the direction of the program. But I can tell you this much, Pat, you were once a part of a team that had the first overall selection right in the draft. And then with that pick, you guys selected Kyler Murray. Throughout that process in that year, I think you guys won three games, if I'm not mistaken. You were three and 13. Um, do players with care Kyler? about, yeah, with Kyler, you guys were three and 13, if I'm not mistaken. I think you won three games that year uh, in 2018.
1: Oh, no, no, no. That was, that was Steve Wilkes here to, to get, to, to force us to get Kyler is what you're saying.
0: Yeah, yeah, that okay, year, yeah, yeah, that that year. Yeah. Um, yep. being a part of that team and the record, and you know, understanding what was at stake. Do you guys monitor where they potentially could be drafting? When you talk about you know struggling and not winning enough ball games, and people are saying you could have the first overall selection or a second or whatever the case may be. How was that process well, for y'all?
1: Well, I won't say we we monitor it. You know, you see it enough. You know, the back end of the season where you could possibly be. So you're like, God damn, you know, we can <laughs> possibly get this person, and, that, and that's not a good feeling. You know, towards the back end of the year when you put so much forward in the season. So, but I, I, uh, evidently, I've been there before. Because, like you said, we had opportunity to, to have a number more pick in 2018. So, I won't necessarily say guys monitor. You know, where the where where team's going to be picked. I mean, whether where they're because pop- you know the, the 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 rosters changed over so much. Unless you yeah. like a franchise guy or a top five guy, that's going to, that you know that you're pretty much stable. I, I, I'll per se, I'll, I'll, I'll say like those guys will maybe pay a little bit more attention to the, uh the draft orders or what guys out there who could possibly come to the team and make us better. But other for, for the most part, other guys is just like you know, not really focusing on it because hell, you know, next April they could possibly be with another team.
0: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. So, uh we'll see what happens with the Jets and the Jacksonville Jaguars, but we're going to monitor this throughout the season because the Jets don't get Trevor Lawrence, man. Their fans are gonna go crazy. You man, better believe I think, I that. I think
1: they're just gonna get them, man. I, I, I think. I hope. I hope the Jazz will pull out a miracle on Sunday, man.
0: <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But I can tell you this: is My Trevor Lawrence, he's a bad man. So whatever team drafts him, they're gonna be extremely excited. In other news, Tyreek Hill, heard. the cheetah, was seen drinking pickle juice on the sideline. And one thing about pickle juice is supposed to help prevent cramps. Um, do you have a go to remedy or have you drunk anything that wasn't normal on the sideline before?
1: No, Mac, I used to have to do that when I was in high school, man, because you know, I never came out the field and being in Florida, that humidity. Yeah. Man, I think it's a it's a monster, especially like in that the hurricane season. So it's the yeah. kind of rain and that moisture and that humidity. So it feel it, it'll say like it's eighty nine, but it feels like it's one oh five. No question, that's South Florida mean? heat. So so I used to drink pickle juice all the time. I used to drink pickle juice. I used to do a teaspoon of mustard. What else I used what? to do in high school? Yeah, that's what my head mustard? coach told me, man. Coach Steve McGirt. Can't you nice like, say, man, Pat, man, I'm telling you, man, you gotta stop. Cause I used to, man, Matt, you see me in high school. I literally did not come off the field. Yeah. Then they used to get upset with me when I cramped. I'm like, bro, I don't have no time to have no water break. <laughs> Why y'all upset with me? I don't get, I don't come off the field. Yeah. Like, Why y'all upset with me? Cause I'm cramping. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, he's like, yeah, man. we Was playing Deerfield, Deerfield Beach. My junior year, they came down to uh, they came to I uh, the game got canceled because it was hurricane season. It was fourteen seven. We was down, but I was at quarterback at the time, and I'm about to take the hike. And right when uh, I was about to take a snap, a, a big lightning bolt had came. So boom. So now the game stopped. But yeah. before this, I'm already hurting, man. Mind, it's the second quarter, so <laughs> I'm already hurt. I'm like, dog, man. I need to get in the halftime. And bro, like get some water cause my, cause my, my, my thighs are killing me right now. So boom, get to the sideline of game delayed, man, my whole body locked up from my, from my ears to my fingers to my back to my, my toes. That was my first time ever having a full body cramp. Yeah. And it, and that, and that full body cramp hurts. So the next week we playing Coconut Creek. It's a, um, it's a divisional opponent. We got to beat them district at the time, district opponents, so we got to beat them to, like, get into the playoffs or something like that. So Coach McGurry was like, man, I've been doing all this reading. It was like, man, mustard's supposed to help. Mustard's supposed to work. <laughs> like, man, mustard's supposed to work. Mustard, and uh, I was doing pickle juice prior. Yeah. Like, pickle juice ain't working, man. We're going we gonna to do a teaspoon of mustard. Man, that job was so nasty. And I don't even like mustard. So I don't eat mustard yeah. on my hot dog, no burger or nothing, so I don't even like the taste of it. So I'm like, man, I'm going to do it for the team. And I don't know if it worked or not, but I ain't cramped that game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, I'm going
0: to tell you one thing I used to do. Well, it wasn't my go-to, but anytime – and you didn't have to deal with this. You know, when it was cold outside, instead of – on the sideline, instead of having Gatorade for us or water, you know, they have chicken broth. Mm. That chicken broth. And I'm going to tell you, that chicken broth used to be so good. Either chicken broth or hot chocolate. So that's when I knew I was playing in some difficult, difficult weather, because instead of we had no water, we just have chicken broth in the sideline. And if you didn't drink the chicken broth in time, it would it would freeze up. So instantly when you get that chicken broth, boy, you're drinking it extremely fast because you don't want to let it sit in the cup because it would freeze up. But Denver used to have the best chicken broth, man. Denver used to have some, man, that chicken broth used to be so good. Man, they're taking me back. (laughs) Well, I love some good chicken broth, no question. (laughs) <laughs> so, hey, in other news, I don't know if you heard Pat P, but on a recent episode of Get Your Popcorn Ready, which is Terrell Owens' new podcast, Randy Moss, he said, he's the best wide receiver ever. Said he would put Jay Rice either third or fourth. Uh, his exact words, I'll put myself first, I'll put T.O. second. I will put Jerry probably third or fourth. I'm talking about dominating the game and changing the game of football. I don't live on statistics because if you live on statistics and live on championships, that's all political. Then Owens followed and said, when you think about Jerry and the quarterbacks he played with, he never had a drop off in quarterback play. He went from one Hall of Fame quarterback to another. Then more from Moss, Moss came back and said, I don't want the fans and the people watching your podcast to get uh get it messed up like we dis dislike or discredit anything Jerry was able to do or ever accomplish. I don't want people to think myself and T.O. are slandering or bashing anything Jerry did because Jerry was at the top. Then Jerry Rice responded on Instagram with a post that he's since deleted. <laughs> Caption read, you got mossed and offered a side-by-side comparison of their stats. Now, the stats, I mean, they're not even comparable. You know, Jerry played 21 seasons. Randy played 14. Jerry had over 1,500 receptions. Randy had over 900. Jerry had over 22,000 yards. Uh, Randy had over 15,000. Jerry had 197 touchdowns. Mm. Randy, 156. And, of course, Super Bowl wins and Super Bowl MVPs all in favor of Jerry Rice. And we've had this debate before. I think me and you talked about it. Cromartie talked about it on our, um, one of our more recent episodes. Uh, but do you think there's any legit argument Or a comparison when you talk about the best wide receiver ever, do you believe it's Jerry and nobody else can be in that conversation?
1: It's difficult to compare the two because you got to think Jerry played almost five years longer besides Larry. I think, I think it's, I I think it's four years with Larry right now because Larry's in year 17, but he almost played almost, almost four to five years longer than everybody else that's on that list. And Randy is what? That's 40 touchdowns. So I think he could have got that. In, you know, a couple of years, cause he had what, 21, 21, a, a 21 touchdown season at the, you know, in my opinion, at the peak of, of his career. But, you know, I think it's hard to, to compare the receivers, especially in the different eras that they played in, you know, in, in the different body of work that they have, you know, cause Jerry was more, much more like a, I won't necessarily say a finesse receiver because he had it all. He can, he can go deep, you know, he can run. Chris routes but Randy was a guy that you had to have a, a safety over top of him because he was just so fast and just unorthodox how he was able to get behind coverages and T.O. he was just a little bit of both now he can run great routes but he had a different he had a different statue of, of a body you know he was he was much more of a goddess statue of a of a receiver so it, it's hard to kind of say who is the greatest receiver of all time because everybody have different flavor because like for me, you know, obviously I grew up watching Randy Moss is like one of the things that you always, you always hurt. And, and to their point, and to their credit, you know, quarterback play is definitely a lot, has a lot to do with, you know, a receiver success, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because obviously they have, they have to depend on the, uh the guy who's, you know, throwing them the ball to be at a high level. And like, and like those guys said, they never had, you know, that caliber of a talent to play with on a consistent basis throughout their career. So, I mean, all, I mean, we all know all three of those guys are great, but for me, it's hard to say who's the best because I never really watched Jerry growing up until like he played with like with Oakland and a little bit when he was with the 49ers. You know, I, I grew up watching the TOs, the, the Larrys, the, the, the Randy Mosses, the, the list goes on, but you know, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to pick. Yeah. Who's the best receiver of all time
0: though? I think when you look at both, uh, all three guys, um, you know, it's, it's different eras, different situations, offensively the structure, but they all were extremely good, clearly Hall of Famers. But right. if you were to categorize the players, the three, I think when it comes to longevity, no one would ever sure. do what Jerry did in my right. opinion, right? Now when it comes to, just being a dominant player, I think you would put T.O. in that category. He's one of the more dominant wide receivers to ever lace up his cliques in the National Football League. But then when it comes to being feared, Randy put fear not just in the guys who were trying to cover him. Randy put fear in the defensive coordinators that were trying to draw up schemes to stop him. Randy might be the most feared player ever offensively, you know what I mean, based on what he had as a player, right? Six four, six five, six six, running four two. You can't even create that play on the video game. You know what I'm saying? So that's something that was rare to see. And they're all great in their own right. And you always have that conversation about the greatest of all time in any professional sport. But what? one thing that people utilize and they always go to when you're trying to determine who's great, championships. Right? Championships. You know what I mean? So it's
1: it's it's but the it's a thing good about championships, man. That's a you know, cause me and Richard, Richard got in this, in this argument a long time ago when we wasn't necessarily seeing eye to eye. Yeah. Um, you know, when we was talking about who the best this, that and the other, then he was telling me, you know, he, he reposted a picture and I thought it was funny of his championship ring, but I'm like, yeah, yeah that's cute, but that's a team effort. Like mm-hmm. it, it takes everything to perfectly gel together and work in your favor to win that. I yeah. can see if it was golf. I can see if it was a single person. Or, or you know, tennis match. Yeah, that's all individually driven. Yeah, yeah. It's different in those in, in in those arenas. So I hate when people bring up that analogy that oh, championships. Yeah, it does. It does. It does give a. Uh, it, it does carry a different weight. But when it's in a team sport, you also have to have team other teammates and other pieces to help that person get the championship.
0: No doubt. When it comes to football, I think football is the ultimate team sport. Because you're relying on ten of the guys, right? And then we right. talk about the other eleven starters. You know, that's a lot you have to rely on for you guys to get to that level. And yeah, it's definitely a team sport. You know, now transitioning to another team sport, the NBA said to return this week. We know, uh Pat, you're a big time NBA fan. Uh They said to the return after uh its shortest off season ever. You know, the off season uh was only 72 days and normally in the off season is 130 days but with the NBA slated to return this week we have some NBA season predictions and what we will do we will give our answers to these questions and we will revisit this uh towards the end of the season to see exactly who was closer or if not picking the exact player for these questions so the first question when it comes to the NBA season who do you like to win the MVP this season uh I'm going to go 80 I was thinking about 80. I was thinking about LeBron. But I don't know if these guys are gonna start the season on fire because of the length they played this past season in the bubble. So I'm not saying I expect to see a slow start, but I don't expect to see the the bubble material that they provided for us. And because of that, I'm gonna go Luca.
1: Okay. I, I think Luca. Yeah, I, I think, I think I, think I, I, I think I could definitely see Luca win. I think it's definitely going to be two new names in the yep. race this year for sure.
0: And I can tell you this much when it comes to the betting standpoint, listeners and viewers who love the dab and into some gambling. A.D. is plus nine hundred to win. Luca is the favorite right now. Mine is three hundred. So talking about more value the value play is A.D. If you want to yep. put something on the line when it comes to uh MVP. All right. Winner of the East. Who do you like winning the East?
1: Oh, uh, man, if KD can stay healthy, Brooklyn. If Brooklyn mm. and KD can be healthy and mm. the, the pieces that they got on their team, like we talked about everything, have to mash, mesh together perfectly. Yeah. I think I think, I think think they can definitely win the East. I, I don't think Milwaukee has enough. Boston going to compete. Toronto going to compete. The Heat is going to – I think it's going to be Heat, Nets, Heat, and the Conference Championship.
0: Yeah, and I real think quick –
1: I Nets, Nets, Nets are going to edge in my – in my opinion.
0: And real quick, I said minus 300, plus 300 for Luca. He's a favorite. So you're picking the Nets without Harden or potentially with
1: Harden? Uh, without Harden. Okay.
0: All right. So me personally, this is a tough one. When you look at the East, I don't know if the Nets got enough. You know what I mean? I don't know if they got enough. I think collectively speaking, the best team overall, te- overall team is Milwaukee. Um, I think for they me, will okay, get to – I, I think they will get a shot. I think they got the best player currently in the East based on what we know from a year ago. Now, Durant is always in that conversation, but we haven't really seen Durant, you know, play meaningful basketball since tearing his Achilles. So I would go with Milwaukee, just collectively, the chemistry they already have. And remember this uh, uh it's a difficult off season for most players, so some of the new additions right. might not get into rhythm until midway through the season. So I'll go Milwaukee. Wes, uh I know you're picking the Lakers. Uh yeah. I'm picking the Lakers too. too. Finals. Who you see meeting in the finals?
1: Man, man, obviously Lakers. Uh, I'm gonna have to say everybody's dream matchup, man. They want to see the Brooklyn Nets and freaking (laughs) the LA Lakers go at it. I think, I think, I think it can, I think it 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 can go down. But so if, but if the Heat find a way to get James Harden, I think, I think the heat uh the heater win it. But yeah. if not, I meant the heater win the east. But if not, um, I think it's gonna be the Nets and, and the Lakers.
0: Well he came out and said they're out of the James Harden running, so I don't think that's okay. gonna happen. So me of course I took the Bucks to come out of the East, so I'll say Giannis and Braun. I think that people would love to see that. Um, but I could easily see, you know I me, mean? I, I wouldn't be mad at seeing uh the Nets get there as well. The crazy part about it, if you don't have any fans, just imagine missing out on having the finals in the Barclay Center. Oh man. Think about Damn, that. Just man. missing out on that. Coast to coast. No question. No coast question. No coast. question. No question. Hey, you guys know what time it is. It's halftime. time. time to go in, make some adjustments, make sure we hydrate. But on the other side of halftime, we'll be joined by LaVar Ball. We just talked about the NBA. You know, he has a Big lot to say. Brand, Big ball of brand. Throw up the triple B's. Make sure you stay tuned when we come back. The Ball will be joining us here. All Things Covered, Patrick Peterson, Brian McFadden. Yo, 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 welcome back to All Things Covered. We just finished with halftime. We got an opportunity to hydrate. Now yo. it's time to jump right into the second half of our show. We promised you guys earlier in the show... Every week, we're dropping a special guest. We will have a special guest joining us. All things covered, Pat Peterson and Brian McFadden. We promised you guys earlier, Laval Ball. He's now joining us here. Before we get into LaVar, let me give him his intro. This man has established an intro. He's earned an intro, so I must give him his legit intro. Businessman, entrepreneur, father, former athlete himself, CEO of Big Baller Brand. Throw up the Triple Bs. Founder of the Junior Basketball Association. Dad to Lonzo, Leangelo, and LaMelo. Mr. Ball, thank you for joining us here on All Things Cover. How's everything going with you? Everything is good, man. Thank you guys for having me, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and before we get started, you know, with who you are as an individual and, 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 of course, your sons, me and Pat P, we both play football, right? We play, uh-huh. a, we play a go-getter, a man sport where we hit people in the mouth. And at once upon a time, you had a football career as well. You know, you played for the Jets. You played for the Panthers. Uh, tell us a little bit about your football game. What type of player were you? That type of player, listen to me.
2: Back in my day, like I tell folks, man, I wasn't
0: just an athlete. I'd
2: play anything. Football, basketball, baseball, track, diving, gymnastics, whatever. (laughs) I was good at all that, man. So that's why, you know, back in our day, man, we just played sports whatever season it was. Yeah. Nowadays, you you stuck on one because they got this AAU stuff. Basketball lasts all year. They got the football thing with the passing leagues. Now that lasts forever. Baseball, everything. So one sport now it's just you just go through it. So that's why I don't miss sports like 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 people think like you miss football. No, I didn't play long enough. Yeah. You miss basketball? Nope. didn't play long enough. You know. Right. So if, if I'm not playing twenty years or fifteen years, when you go through um, the little midget program, and, and I didn't start playing sports, my dad didn't let us play till I was in the tenth grade. Mm-hmm. Jeez. So 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 it was. But but as far as being the biggest and the strongest and fast, that was me. I would play anything.
1: Right. So do you think coming up short, uh, obviously being in that arena, help you push your boys to where they are right now? Uh, no.
2: I, like I tell folks before, man, I don't push my boys. I lead them. Because when they push, that means resistance. Right. When I lead yeah. you, that means you're behind me. You can get off anytime you feel like this ain't the road for you. Just turn the other way and go do something else. Right. But as far as me, I understand I, I love sports. And uh, you know, me and my wife, she's a sports girl too. So, you know, the boys' last name Ball. What they gonna do?
0: <laughs> well, 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 LaVar, obviously, girl, well, you have an you have you have an eye for talent. You know what I mean. Being able to recognize what it is your sons were good at growing up. You know, as, as children. You know what I mean. So, tell us about at what moment did you realize, yo, my boys can be special. You know, playing a game <sighs> of basketball. Or- you know,
2: everybody asked me that, man. I said before they came out the womb, for me picking my wife.
0: Oh, so you he, oh, wait, oh, he he, said, wait? Wait a minute! You, so you my wife, man. He so when you pick your wife, you had that already in your thought, already in your, in your mental. Like, yo, I need to, I need to pick a woman to produce with that can give me somebody who's six three six four. That's what you're telling us. Six three six
2: four. How about six seven six eight? Well hey, correct you, me? Go get you a six footer. See, <laughs> I know. I get me a six footer. Well, how tall is a your wife? And a girl who's intelligent, pretty, and also love the game of basketball. She's a basketball player. Okay, so, so you find your hooper. We can spend 10, 15 hours in the gym, and it's, it's like a family outing for us. That's why the boys are so good.
1: Man. <laughs> hey, so, hey, and Laura, I, I'm a fan of the show, uh, when it, I think it was on Facebook or something like that. Yeah, right? yeah,
2: it's on
0: Facebook.
1: Yeah, so I was, uh, I was a fan of the show when it dropped about two to three years ago. I can't, I can't remember, but uh-huh. I do remember this line, and this before any of your boy. I think this one, Lamelo, not Lamelo. Lonzo! Lonzo was at UCLA. He was great. Right. but you said Mello is my best ball player. What did you see that was so different from Mello? Well, Melo. I've been
2: seeing nothing different from my boys because all of them great. But Mello, most of the time, look at any any family that's balling out of control. The youngest is usually the best. Why you get to see all the experience and I do things differently. People look at me and they say, "Whoa, uh, the Mello." is they skip over Jello. Jello got that size and that strength. He just need that opportunity. And when he get that, he going to shine and folks going to be like crazy. But if you ever get with one of his brothers, they know what he about. And that's when he going to be super successful. Now, here's the thing. They look and they say, oh, LaMelo's better than what Lonzo was at 19. Of course. Because like I told before, I make them like phones. What what phone get better every year? Mm-hmm. So I took Zoe <laughs> the regular route, which is high school, and go to college, number one pick or whatever, okay. I see I see the flaw in that. I say, okay, the people that Lonzo played at 16 is not the people that Melo played at 16. You talk about Ricky Rubio and these other guys that played overseas, that played pros when they was overseas, and they come over here. So now, I do something that ain't never been done before. This is why Melo is so good right now. Folks is looking at him like, oh, he's so much confidence. No, check it out. Melo been a pro since he's been 16. That's what they don't say.
0: Sound like yeah, Luca. He played in my league, Luca.
2: the JBA, for two for a year. Grown folks over. Melo's just in a different league. He been playing against grown men since he been sixteen. But nobody has the money to take their kid from the hood, where all the talent is at, and go
0: overseas. Yeah, it sounds like Luca. Luca was was a pro. I see. Think. That's what
2: I'm saying. But Luca already over in his little thing, doing his thing. So yeah. when I take an American over here, Melo was the youngest pro ever, sixteen. But Melo yeah, over there a yeah. little differently. Because Melo over there 16 with his own signature shoe.
0: Luke ain't got no signature shoe. <laughs> well, he's supposed yeah. to be getting one. I think he went Jordan Brands. I think it's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, everybody's
2: it. supposed to be getting one. But they ain't got
0: one. Well, Melo well, got it. And Melo just got drafted in November to uh, the Charlotte Hornets. Were you right. disappointed he didn't go number one? Disappointed? Why would I
2: be disappointed? How many folks you know disappointing your son to become a millionaire?
0: I mean, I, I, like, I, I might here's know, another he thing.
2: He went number one for Jordan's number one pick, the greatest of all time. Okay. He, I don't want to go to Minnesota so everybody can say he was number one, but we living in the cold like that. No. <laughs> he number two. I told him I don't want him going to uh, Golden State because Golden State already got their team. Right. You mm-hmm. know, so they're not going to let him do what he do. I bet you they crying right now. God damn, he was there. We should have took him. I know you should have took it. Watch what he do over there in Charlotte. If all three of my boys get over there, Mike got a chance. Wait a minute, it wait Mike do the right thing and don't let folks get in his head and say, you know what, let me go get all three of them boys. Get all I'm three of them. I guarantee Four. they win a championship. Folks my don't ball. understand that. I'm not saying that because, you know, Oh, I'm. A, you have to make sacrifices to win championships. And what it is is yes, the sacrifice that the Bulls made was having the best player, the second best player on the team, don't get no money. That's Scotty Pippen. Yep. Yep. <laughs> hey that's the sacrifice the other sacrifices that the Lakers and everybody won they used to stay together for a long time even though the contract's were big you can't stay together now because now they offer you more money come over here with your own team let's try to create the big three so everything is eh, back and forth back and forth you know but see yeah. my boys will be family and say yeah we ain't worried about how much money we get we'll make more of that off the court and guess what we're gonna stay together for 15 20 years.
0: And, so and what, speaking of all, all three of your boys playing in Charlotte, potentially yes, is what you're telling yes, us. Yes. The news that just broke today with the Pelicans saying that L- LaMelo won't be returned. well, not saying he won't be returning, but that he's going to be a free agent after this season. So- you're talking about Lonzo. Lonzo. Lonzo, I'm sorry, Lonzo, my yes. bad. Lonzo. Lonzo will be a free agent after this season. So is that right. a segue for you to find a way to get him to Charlotte? It's
2: not a segue. I'm telling y'all, if Mike do what he's supposed to do, Tell me who ain't going to watch all three of the ball boys on the same team. And they play at a speed that's so fast right Can now. Can they coexist together, though? Mello and Jello and Zo, them guys playing in the league right now, they got to slow down for these guys.
0: Right. So you saying they could co- coexist together? Because who's going to play the point? Let, who's let me play the tell two- you this. The last Mello's time my
2: three ball. boys was together, they was babies, and they went undefeated in high school as babies. Nobody can touch them. Now, you think all three of them playing as grown men, 6'7", six, 6'7", seven, six, seven, and 6'8"? They can't switch and play. Guys don't run fast enough. That's why Jello, I mean, Mello can't take the ball out and just throw it to the middle of the court because they ain't took off yet. Them dudes still jockeying. They're not even expecting that pass. But, you know, the Loms NBA a little different in high day. school. LeBron uh, NBA,
0: a little different than high school.
2: Let me tell you again. They did that in high school as babies. And my boys are a little different now. They're all grown men. You know fast they will playing? i feel, play? tell you what. On a bad day, they put up together 45 points a quarter. On a bad
1: day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, play so
2: fast. I see so many passes and stuff that's out there that nobody else sees but my boys, and they don't have enough people to run. That's why I said them guys together. We averaged 100 points in 32 minutes in high school. That was some easy stuff. Now they're bigger and stronger, and now switching and catching lobs. Man, they don't want to see my boy. I put mellow and Jello in the JDA issue. They was triple doubles, 50 points, but everybody say, oh, that's LeVar's league. They was playing pro rules, three-pointers and 48 minutes with no subs.
1: I will say Melo is definitely playing at a different level as a rookie for sure. The way right. he is, his, his basketball IQ, the way he's passing the ball up and down the court. And not only that, the style points he's getting on his passes, the way he just looks so comfortable, man.
2: He's comfortable because he, hey, like I said, when you're a pro for three years. Yeah. The only thing that's changing with him is the league. The, the right. players are talent, more talented in the league, but they still grow. None of these guys in high school, you playing guys 22, 23, 24 maybe. Melo, we playing against grown men with, with 27, 30. We go overseas with the JBA, with my little world tour. We go to 15 different countries. Them dudes on them teams wasn't no babies. They had, they had families. Right. We whooping their ass with the fact that, oh, that's LaVar's league. It don't count. Well, how do you think he got good? You know what they say about Lonzo and Melo? Hey, man, they're so, cra- they're so good with what they do, you can't teach it. Who the hell you think taught them?
1: Told them. Right.
2: do fuck them like that? Come on. And if Jello didn't do his thing, like I told him before, he would have been a lottery pick. Like I was telling Detroit, I'm trying to get y'all a lottery pick for free, but y'all don't get it.
1: So why you don't think Jello had a true chance with the Pistons?
2: Jello didn't get a true chance on the fact that I don't know. Like I told him, I said, hey, if this dude get all his notoriety and you got to throw him out there just to see what he do. Right. You don't have common sense to do that. Come on, these games don't count.
1: Right. Let's let, let's let the
2: people decide. Say, you know what, man? I saw him out there. He just looked ragged, He could do nothing, man. But you don't even put him out there because it's the resume that you got. him. not even the resume. It's it's political. You know that's how things go. You got these guys drafted in there, and you got them all high. Hey, hey, put yellow on there, passing the ball. He go for twenty and thirty. Now you forget about Killing Hayes that you took first pick, and say somebody got to get fired, man. Right. Yeah. Cause you didn't pick somebody that was, I'm just telling you, he, but some of these other folks and their ages, that's why I said, let's see what rock nation could do and say, you know what? Let's let us let Jello play with his brothers one time. Let's see something. Let's see the brothers together. I don't right. care. And that's why I told him, Hey, time's going by. Somebody get his ass with new Orleans or get his ass over there in Charlotte somewhere.
0: <laughs> so what do you think is next for Jello?
2: That's the same. That's the thing that's next. Oh, that's the okay. thing that's next, man. Right now, I got him out there. He's working out and stuff, man. You know, the Detroit, what, you going to sit over there? Nah, he's over there in New Orleans. They might do something. <laughs> right. You never know. I say, go hang out with your big brother. Go work out with him. So Jello's still working out, doing his thing. This is what people don't get. They act like Jello is 25 years. Jello just turned 22 years old. Yeah. Young, but he got everything they say that Lonzo and LaMelo can't do. This dude could do. He's stronger. He, he got a better, he got a real jumper. He jump in the air and shoot. That's a jumper. So that's why he's three-pointer. He's more deadly. Everywhere he's been, he's been the high scorer. You got to give him that time. Just like people was like, I was like, if they decide to ever let Jello just play, play, he went in my league and averaged 50. I don't care what league you in. You average 50. You a, you a scorer. He can put that ball in the hole.
1: Mm-hmm. So what's your favorite memory of the boys growing up or playing, playing, uh, their, your, your favorite memory of, of them three in a game together?
2: Man, my favorite memory is always the same memory. Every time they all three together, they just win.
1: Yeah.
2: So it don't matter what game it is. I'd be like, man, they kill them again, again. It's just like, wow. I enjoy watching my boys play all three together. Like I said, by themselves, they good. With two of them, they better. But with three of them, they at their best. Yeah. They at their best. But with all three of them, because the chemistry is there and they understand, like the angles that mellow see, Jello see, Zosi so, and it's like it's very fast it's very fast
0: you know what LaVar I'd like to give you some tribute because I can tell you this much I remember when Lonzo was at UCLA and that was a talented team that UCLA had that year went deep in March Madness if I'm not mistaken but I started watching UCLA basketball because of you vocally yes. your voice was reaching us here on the east coast right? right, right. and I'm, I'm basketball wise, I'm a dupe basketball fan. I went to Florida state. I root for Florida state basketball, but I just grew up as a child. I, I was a Grand Hill fan. So I, I, that's who I gravitated to. But uh-huh. when your boy started to like transition and reach us on the East coast, I'm like, man, who is this loud mouthed man keep talking about his boy? And I thought oh, you yeah. was just the average father who believes their kid is the best in the world. Cause you know, most of us as parents, we're going to always think our kid is right. the best at whatever it is they're doing. Right. So I'm like, exactly. man, so I'm like, man, let me let me tap in to see exactly what this dude talking about. Who this uh Alonzo kid is. So I literally watched, I forgot. I can't remember if they were playing against SC or who they were playing against. Some pack to uh Pac-12 team. Uh, I said, "Man, I said, man, he really got something." I mean, yeah. and 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 I'm so my question to you is at what point in time did you feel like the platform that he had currently was an opportunity to for you to create a bigger platform for him? And did you feel like you put you put too much pressure on him based on some of the things you were saying about his game? Here's
2: the thing, man. You said they had an awesome team. Tell me who was on that team.
0: Well, I won't say exactly. they were that awesome
2: Exactly. What team was that? I... Man, my before my boy got there, how many games they win? Nothing. He come to make everybody better. All them folks got drafted. You ain't hear about him now. <laughs> hold on. We hold got everybody that team that was balling. Y'all, that team was terrible, man. But he made that team in the way I tell yeah. people they are not gonna lose. And I tell you what, they wouldn't have lost. He was on his way to go do what I told him to do. What you so told him? I tell him you win the NCAA tournament. You first pick anyway. But what detoured that is is a little mishap where his mama got you know had the stroke. This is something that happened to a kid. You don't expect nothing, but they gave him the information back. Somebody texted him something. Some family member texting the shit saying that his mama's about to die. Now he he break down after that. You can't you can't. I told him go ahead and play man. Don't do. I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to take care of my woman. Don't worry about it. Your mama's mine. I'm good. Yeah. we good. So go ahead and do your thing. And that's what people don't understand. That's hard for a kid who never had no problems. Nothing happened when you're not thinking about nothing, mm-hmm. you know? So so you're saying at what point in the platform, hey, I told my boys since they was babies, man, they born to go pro. So they're going to be special from day one. So when I put them out there, and when them dudes was little, when Jello and Zo and them was third grade, we was beating up on eighth grade teams. So the buzz was there, people coming to the game. It's the same way now. I ain't changed. It's the same way, and everything is the same. It's just more cameras and things right now. But it's not like I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to try this. I'm going to try to see if I can get more publicity on this. No, the publicity going to come anyway on the fact that way that I trained them. I expect them to be super special. Elsewise, I wouldn't spend all this time and effort with them. Like I said, if it ain't no me, it ain't no them. People get it mixed up saying, oh, you know, if it wasn't for the boys, we wouldn't hear about LeVar. No, if it wasn't for LeVar, you wouldn't hear about the buds.
1: Right.
2: Yeah. I make them good, where you got to talk about them anyway, and it just is what it is. Like I told them, we didn't go to no academies or no difference. We went around the corner because I told them, hey, if you can find somebody in Africa to hoop, you can find my son down the street on an easy freeway to get to. They're going to recognize talent, and they're going to find it. So, long as we put the work in and the time in, guess what? You're going to be successful. Don't do laziness and don't put no time in and expect to be that dude. No, my boy's always been that guy, and I always praise You're going to talk about what's yours because you understand what you put into it.
0: Well, I can tell you this much: they did have Leaf and and Leaf and Holiday on that team, so they wasn't that trash. And I think those two guys are in the okay. NBA right now.
2: Did you ever hear about Leaf? Leaf? You know, the luckiest thing happened to him was the other boy had to go overseas. I forget his name, but he played for Philadelphia for a minute. I forget uh-huh. his name, but he the other little forward that was over there. Lucky he left because else why you would have never heard of TJ Leaf? That, <laughs> Noah, I think that's his name. Noah, uh huh, Nolan or something like that. But that dude was there. So I was like, oh, he 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 cool. Then the other boy got hurt, Prince Ali. He would have been – he athlete can run. Yeah. So, so them, some of them other guys would have been sitting down. So, hey, Zoe make everybody better. See, Holiday was smart enough to say, oh, let me move to the side. So just I'll come off the bench. But I got to stay an extra year after he get out of here so I can show him I can play point guard. See, yeah. now you say they're good. But when they was there, was always small. they they, yeah. they good players, man. But Zoe make everybody way better than what they are.
0: Yeah, Jonah Bolden is who you're talking about, right? That's what that dude. Yeah. yeah hey, if, if he's still
2: there, you'll never hear about TJ Lee. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Gotcha.
2: Cause now Zoe gone and he's not gonna make you good. Look how good the other boys should have left when so had him playing Welsh. They left. He tried they try to stay one more year. Now they barely get drafted, barely get hey, Zoe make you hey, TJ Lee was smart. I'm up top choice. How you going for the top 10 pick or whatever, man, and you it ain't nowhere now. <laughs> is, it, is it to drop that beat and find out you can't play? Oh, shoot. It's going to be, I'm just keeping it real. Lonzo make people a lot better than folks be like, oh, man, that dude can play. Hey, let me tell you this. And this it, is to show you that I'm not just talking, it's keeping it real. Yeah, Brandon Ingram was over there with the Lakers for about two, two, three years, whatever. You played one season with Lonzo, and now you're an all star? Is the gap that deep? He went to New Orleans one year, played all the whole time, and now you're an all star.
0: Hold on, now let me tell you something, Lavar. You talking to, to me? You talking to two big time Lakers fans, right? Yes. And and the thing about Brandon, when he jumped into the league, he developed, he improved every year, right? The player that we saw last year, I think if he stayed in L.A., he would have developed to be that player. And granted, the opportunities wouldn't be there, especially if you're talking about having Braun in the fold. But no question, I think he's an ascending player. The best is yet to come because he's a he has a rare talent that most guys don't have that plays a position he has. But to your point, when you're dealing with a floor facilitator like, Lonzo. Lonzo. He's able to see the court extremely well and put other guys in positions to be successful. They just got to put the ball through the hoop. But I think Brandon was en in- in route to having a cr- crazy good career, but it just happened to be in He New wasn't
2: going to have no good career without Zo. I guarantee you. Well, heck, you hey, saying Zo something Zoe. else. Hey, I ain't crazy. What about Kuzma? Zo made that boy. He was bad when Zoe was there. Nice. Was- hey, hey, hey. Well, I'm just ahead. saying, stuff falling down now. But if Lonzo don't give you that ball and give you that belief and not have no ego problems, say, I'm trying to get mine. Yeah. The same thing people was asking me about, you know, Zion. He can run and jump. Okay. But if you're a rookie guard or whatever, and you're a rookie, you're gonna try to do some stuff you're not used to. But if you got a guy who don't really care and just gonna give you the ball, you're not gonna get that from any other guard that was coming into the league. What I'm saying with, with with Zion, if you got mm-hmm. all these guards, what they trying to do now? Score 30 and 40 points. You ain't gonna, now, he ain't going to pass that ball. You ain't going to get it. So you ain't going to get them points and no touches, and you're going to try to run over pros to try to make your game go up and try to do more than what you're supposed to be doing, and guess what? Uh, Lonzo understands. Zion understands. This going to be the easiest 30 points I'm going to ever get playing with this boy.
1: You think the Pelicans got a shot this year to fight for like that? Four or five C in the in the, in the West.
2: Four or five C. It's gonna be higher than that. You know why? They, they,
1: they you know why? Hey, hey I'm gonna tell
2: you. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm, I'm gonna too. tell you something. My boys is winners, man. And you got to If you got that coach to believe in them, that's your ass. Anybody who believe in my boys mm. and let them play, let them do what they do.
0: They got Stan you know Van, Van Gundy. Success. Do you
2: believe in Stan Van Gundy? Shit, from what I see now, heck yeah. Well, look how long they are playing. Let me tell you. He ain't taking Lonzo in and out the game. Yeah. Lonzo got a hell of a team. And I'm going to tell you why the hell of a team is. The ball don't stick every time it's in his hands. He don't have. Here's the thing I ain't never seen Lonzo go to the side with the Pelicans with Alvin Gentry and talk about something mm-hmm. during the game. I see him go to Stan, and Stan has talk to him. And Stan says, I believe in your abilities. I believe what Zoe is doing. Zoe is my guy. So when you make Zoe your guy, He's going to win. Them 15, 20-point games are going to be easy for him because he's like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to let him lose. Stan is like, okay, Zoe, I need you to go to hole. You shoot one for 10, keep shooting. You shoot seven out of 10, keep shooting. Take them open shots, but he got a hell of a team. You got two scores. You got Brandon Ingram, and you got Zion running loose. The other two guys are coming in, they hustlers. Josh Hart, he can hustle.
1: And, and you got Reddick, you got Reddick.
2: He's going to he yeah. gonna rebound and hustle. So you always got a good team. You can take out Brandon Ingram. He fouled out the last game, right? Mm-hmm. But look, who, look what Lonzo did. Give me Reddick. I'm going to get him 18 points just on getting over. Yeah. So he's going to spread the wealth, and it's going to be like no problem. They win. I, I know they didn't have Giannis, but, but Giannis can't handle that speed of that game if they're always pushing it. It's not in everybody's hands now. Lonzo was missing minutes wide. You got uh, what's that boy named Frank Jackson coming in. You got Noel Alexander coming in. You got uh, uh, Drew Holiday playing the point. You got Ingram dribbling up. Some, so it's too many people taking the stuff from Zola, so it don't stay at a high pace. And you got it in and out the game. I tell you, I tell, I tell you something else too that you guys understand it. I'm just not even a warning. It's just is what it is. If you do not know how to use Lonzo the right way. You will be fired.
0: <laughs> so so it's like it's we're, 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 okay, hey Lavar, where we, you where you getting this from? What makes you me feel Where am I getting it from? You yeah. saw? No, nah, well tell you us. Tell, tell, hey, Tell us. Hey, tell, hey, tell, Luke Morgan hey, didn't know how to lose it. Where he at? Fire. Well he went to King's. Hey, Alvin Gentry, you all know how to lose
2: it right. Fire. <laughs>
0: hey. Get it right, baby. Say get it right. But but earlier now, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. I, I know you. I know you rocking and rolling with Stan, and I think he is a real good coach, especially for the pieces they until have. Do
2: him, but, to, 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 as long as you don't do it wrong, you understand what Zoe's about. And, hey, let him do it. he's doing. You got just, that faith, and
0: I'm good. But, but Lavar, you just said after this year, you trying to get you trying to get Zoe to Charlotte. What's that got to do with this year?
1: You right? Yeah, this year.
0: What's it got to do with this year? Because
2: yeah. hey, I'm gonna tell you what, my son. You know man, you got to pick family before you pick all your friends.
1: So that's what yeah. I'm no, saying. I'm like, dude,
2: this is what this is what I want, this is what I know. The success that my boys have together. So okay. I'm going to be like, "Yo, if Zoe had a choice, do I play with this is what folks don't understand? Do I have a chance to play with Zion and Ingram or do I have a chance to play with Jello and Miller?" Okay. He's going to pick Jello and Miller, guaranteed.
1: Well, speaking yeah. Speaking of Jello and Mellow, how's that? Uh, how's that Big Baller Brand status? What's What's the status of Big Baller Brand right now? The Big
2: Baller Brand status is good. You look, man, come on, man. I see the baby. I huh? oh, see you got the I you know, on. I keep my triple Bs on, man. Yes, but look, here's the thing: that's what people didn't understand. They said, "Man, without your boys, triple Bs ain't this and that." And that. they don't understand. If I stop, that's when triple Bs stop. Triple Bs is a, is a family brand. These bees are still everybody. What they still talking about? We came out in 2016, man. We still here. Like I told him, I ain't got to be first. I ain't got to be last, but I'm in the race. Right. I'm the only one coming in this league with his own brand. These triple right. Bs are strong. They're not local. They're global. I've been to 18 right. different countries with this. Man, you go somewhere, they know what triple Bs is. Right. And I'm the only one that's independent and ownership is showing everybody. These Bs, they mine. And you know what I tell them in Charlotte? These triple Bs, we stay.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's next for the brand what, what what's next for the brand number one and when you look at your boys i don't know exactly who uh, uh lamello signed with but i know Zoe started out wearing the brand and then he ventured off to win other brands but well, what's next the, for the brand? And let, me, let does... me
2: explain let me explain this to you guys man so you guys understand yeah the triple b's is a family brand man they can do other things but they always going to be with triple b's they always with me Mm-hmm. Now, just because you don't wear the apparel or something like that, man, I got water coming out, rims, tires. Who do you think when I die who I'm going to get this to? It's in the family. It right to them. Hey, did you say you got rims like, and tires inside, coming out? They signed with this. they not rocking that. No boys is always with triple Bs. These three Bs represent them.
0: Okay. So well, speaking of the triple B brand, you know, your your, your son, Melo, plays for Jordan, and, of course, I heard you, you know, basically call out, MJ on uh Shannon Sharp's uh p- a podcast club Shay Shay. Are you one on one? You, 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 was that were you jokingly saying that? Or are you legit? Man, you come on. That- hey, 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 I'm gonna tell y'all again. One on one, big bowler,
2: never off one on one, my wheel to win is too strong. I'm too fast, too strong. When I was young, I would have killed him. I was too strong for him. Hey, right now, I will kill him. He's fifty-seven years old in smoke. Cigars and drink. He got dog in him. I ain't got no dog in me. I'm a dog ruler You can't hang with no gorilla. I'm gonna <laughs> tell you. you. I hey, I, I drink milk and eat steaks. How you gonna mess with me? I'm two, I'm two eighty. Well what kind Still,
0: of shape what kind of shape are you in all off his feet. What kind of shape are you in, Lavar? I'll tell you what, you I'm say, you better you in a fifty seven year mean, old man when
2: I'm fifty three. I guarantee that I can eat donuts all day. You eating steak and drinking milk, that's not a good diet. But hey, 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 let me tell you why. Why it ain't a good diet. See, they don't want me to eat like that because they don't want me to be that go, go. They want you to win. See, they fools you, man. Don't eat that. Don't eat that. See, when they make your brother strong, they come out with their new stuff. Don't eat the eggs. Don't drink the milk. Don't drink the water. Yeah, because they want to make you. You're getting too strong for them. That's why. They said, man, we got to tone this one down. <laughs>
0: When last, okay, let me ask you this question. You talk about playing MJ one-on-one. When's the last time you played a legit pickup game? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. When's the last
2: time I played a legit pickup game? I left yeah. the window open for 50 years. Now the door is closed. I don't play no pickup games.
0: Well, how are you going to challenge the greatest of all time to a one-on-one battle if you haven't played a pickup game in about 20 or so years? Here's
2: the thing. When you're good, you're good. <laughs> I, but I don't play basketball at all I can bag your ass in for one good game where you'd be like that boy called, he's strong man I'm telling <laughs> oh,
1: you man. Hey, one good game
2: I <laughs> ain't got to play dominoes for 10 years and I still can whoop your ass <laughs> I'm just good at basketball you know I who he ain't played in three years but I know if somebody open to pass the ball I know how to catch I know how to shoot it's simple
0: well, I can yeah, tell you right. this yeah, much.
2: Why do no would well, do a pickup game, man? Big ball, the CEO. I don't need no pickup. Man, I'm too old to be running this. <laughs> I tell you what. For a small price of 200 million dollars pay per view, I give you one good game.
0: Hey, what, you know I, what? I, I'll, I'll say, support. We'll support the cause. I pay for I that pay per view.
1: Hey, so so would you really go into training if that was to happen? Like, boom, March 21st is the is the game. Would you go into training then, or are you just gonna show up ready to go, ready to roll?
2: My last name is Ball. I'm a ball till I fall. I don't gotta go into no training, baby. What? Ain't no. I'm gonna tell you again. Ain't no fifty-seven-year-old man gonna beat me. I don't care how much training he doing. He's fifty-seven. I'm <laughs> fifty-three. If yeah, I feel I know. like garbage at fifty-three, I can imagine how he feel at fifty-seven.
0: Wait a minute. So you mean to tell me you gonna be so disrespectful that you won't even train leading up to the to the one-on-one? And <laughs> he think I he's not even probably he's showing up, man. No need. Big ball will come as is. Hey, hey Pat, you know LeVar probably got that old man game too. He gonna back you in, back you in, back you in, get to the rim and try to get an easy hoop.
2: That's, I'ma do that the whole game. And every time I don't make one, you know what it is? Fire! Five! Quit <laughs> fouling! Give me more, check up. I guarantee you. he's like, I don't wanna play no more. I don't wanna play no more. I know you don't. Cause you keep fouling me. There ain't no way I'ma do a jump hook with the right or a jump hook with the left. I'm still good, but I'ma put you under the basket.
1: Oh man! Yeah, you him. know what they
2: say? He can't shoot. You know why? I ain't gonna shoot. Here I come
0: again, and you're gonna get tired of me. Hey, hey you know, hey, oh, hey, one oh, thing okay. I can't say about oh, you, Lavar. Yeah. You know your strength and your weakness, and you play to your I strength. I know my strength. Yeah, you play That's to yeah. your strength. But I, I, I at some point in time, I don't know when it when it when it comes to this season with the pandemic, I don't know if you'll be able to attend any games in Charlotte. But at some point in time, I'm pretty sure you'll be able to attend some games, and maybe you can mention that to MJ.
2: I ain't got to enter MJ. Like I tell MJ, man, let's not make this about me and you. Let's go get you some wins. Get my three boys and make history. You know how you make history? You're going to be the first black owner to ever, ever win a championship at anything. You said That's, it. That's what we got to focus on the winning and the grinning. Don't focus on the one on one. Let the people on the outside worry about that. I want to bring you my boys for them victories. Forget about, oh, uh, oh LaVar and MJ. Man. That's why I tell them how cold I am, man you supposed to be talking about who's better, Kobe, LeBron, against Mike. And what's everybody saying? They want to see the matchup. They don't even want to see them two play one-on-one. They want to see the big ball. I ain't played no NBA. But they want to see that game. And
1: <laughs> hey, when you're right, yes, you're right.
0: Yeah, that's
1: what it is. <laughs> I tell I tell you, uh levar you paint a great, great picture, man. I, and I know it's all belief and, I, and I'm with you a hundred percent. Uh-huh. But we know we know you got time we know you got time and short in your hand. We we're gonna jump into our superlative uh part of the show. Quick questions, and you just give us and, back your uh quick kind of answer.
0: And real quick, you can't answer your son. Any of your sons for any of the questions we're asking you. So these okay. are not okay. your son, son related questions.
1: Yep. Okay. Best uh best point guard right now in the NBA.
0: Best point guard
2: in the NBA right now? Uh boom, 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 boom. Shoot. I'm, I'm trying. All right. The best point guard I think is 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 the uh the boy from Dallas, Luca.
0: Luca. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah, Luca. I'm right there with you. Best passer in the NBA right now. Best
2: passer in the NBA? Uh, shoot, that's 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 a hard one because there ain't too many folks out there passing that ball. You know what? But you know who has a good eye for passing that ball? I think, uh, the, the Ben Simmons boy, yeah,
1: yeah. from Philly, yeah, I, I agree. Best shooter in the game right now,
2: best shooter in the game right now, probably
0: KD, yeah, Ooh, pure shooter, pure best shooter, ov- yeah. best overall player in the league right now, overall player, that's LeBron. That's LeBron. I, I I I thought you might have said something crazy, you know. You know how uh, I, I don't know if you. Okay, okay, you're right there. Who,
2: who's better than LeBron?
0: I'm right there with you. I mean, I think. I well, think well, That's all
2: I'm talking about. Crazy. What's crazy about that? Hey, don't help. Don't I thought crazy. you was say. I, I thought
0: you would have said something else. No. Okay.
1: Um, who will win a one-on-one matchup, Lonzo or Melo?
0: One-on-one
2: matchup, Lonzo or Melo? I'm gonna go with Lonzo.
0: Why you picking Lonzo?
2: You're the older brother. Don't let your little brother beat you. Well, you just said the youngest one, the best one. The youngest gonna be the best one. So, so that going to be the best one.
0: Okay. Well, how about so Lazo,
2: this one? Lazo is the best one right now. Jello has the potential to be the best one on the fact that he's bigger and
0: stronger. Melo's gonna be the best because he's the youngest and he get all the experience. Hey, real quick, yeah. it's funny. It's, it's it's funny you mentioned that with Jello because when you look at his body size, his measurables, I think Jello would be a heck of a tight end. He never thought about playing football. His mentality ain't for
2: football, it was basketball. He had a cold-ass basketball player, been a high scorer every time, everywhere he went. People like to look, overlook that, man. Like I said, this fool was uh, – when we was at Keno Hills, he was a high scorer every single year. That's what people don't get. They didn't want to – he the only three-star, they call three-star, that had uh, a 67 game, a 72, and three 50-point games, 50 something. He averaged and led California in scoring his senior year. You don't make it to the McDonald's All-American win. He didn't leave North Carolina or South, a small state. He had the state of California. And you don't make the McDonald's All-American game? Shoot, come on. And you only lost three games. You were 160 in a row. Who they think was the dude? Take out that middle piece, take out Jello, and you don't get that. On the fact yeah. that he was our best uh three-point shooter and our best post-up guy.
0: Well, shoot, I'm, I'm pretty sure based on his work ethic and you staying behind him, he's going to get a shot and we all oh, going to be get cheering a shot. for We're going to get a shot. We all going to be cheering for him. More he likely is- to win an MVP first. Lonzo or Melo? Uh, Lonzo. Okay.
1: Most likely to win their first ring. Lonzo or Melo?
0: Lonzo.
2: Well, I'll tell you this. Ain't none of them going to win no ring. That's all three of them together. They'll go through. If they, if they separated, they'll go, they'll, they'll be. Uh, Charles Barkley 20 something years no rings mm. Could you beat Charles Barkley in a one on one Stop it Yes or no I'm not even going to answer he, he said, There's stop no me. way you that me. boy can mess it. Man stop it He's not good enough He's not even into talking It's me and Jordan The greatest of all time Not me and Charles Barkley
0: Stop it But Charles Barkley a bigger body You talk about trying to dummy up Jordan in the post I don't know if you can do that to Charles
2: I go around, Charles. Too fat and too slow.
0: <laughs> hey, he I can tell around. you this much. Hey, Lavar, man, you got the confidence of a gorilla, man. As my uncle would say, hey, man. Say go 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 was saying, that's what he said. He was. You heard him? Oh, he did say that. He, he did say he Hey, hey, you said it. You did say that early, right? Okay, it, it makes sense now. Yes, no doubt about it, man. it makes sense, but hey man, LaVar, man, we appreciate you joining us here on all of things. Hey, man, Cover. Thank you guys. We're, we're big fans of everything you're yes, doing, sir. man. Continue to do it and continue to speak things into existence. And anytime you're doing anything, man, you can let us know we're here right here for you. Hey, but before we let you go, is anything you want to up when you talk about big baller brand, anything you got coming up? Hey, big baller getting the week because
2: they ain't even seen, man. I got some new merch coming out, but also. I got. I'm gonna get in that triple B racing, that motorcycle game. Oh! the jacket. I come out with the gloves and the motorcycle stuff. People finna fall in love with it. When
0: when that's should totally, we expect that? When should we expect that? Expect
2: that in the next week or two. And then I got water coming out. That's gonna be in the next few weeks. And then the rims and ties is right in that beginning of that new year. I ain't talking about no signature where I sign and say that's my rim or my tie.
0: I'm talking about ownership of that. There you have it. Hey, that's why, and that's why you, you're an entrepreneur right now. You, you own know things. Hey, well, yes. you keep, you keep, you keep doing what you're doing and keep providing the energy, man. It's a pleasure having you on once again. Anytime you want to join us, we, we got an open door policy for you Ooh, or for your much sons. Love, much love. And we're going, we're going to be paying attention and supporting them as well. As long as they're not playing against the Lakers, I'll support the Pelicans. i support the Hornets and whatever team Jello is a part of as well. Much love. There you go. Okay.
2: Yes, sir. you Y'all keep doing your thing, man. I appreciate y'all. Mm-hmm.
1: Thanks again to LeVar Ball, and thanks to everyone listening to this episode of All Things Covered. If you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe and leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back with you on Thursday with a bonus episode with Fabulous, where you can expect all things will be covered. Peace. Peace.